Episode 201, The Unexpected Path, my race report for the half marathon trail run in Moab, Utah. Welcome to Beyond Your Comfort Zone. I'm your host, Cami Banks. I'm a mother of four and a certified life, weight, and triathlon coach. I'm a lover of people, watermelons, and triathlons. I'm here to assist you in losing weight and gaining lasting health. I love helping others improve their food and exercise and get the results they want. And along the way, they become mentally and physically tough. It's a wild and fun ride, and I can't wait for you to be a part of it. Let's go. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the podcast. And it's always just so fun to be here. And I have been getting like really nice comments and more so just people reflecting on their what's happened in their like last four years or what's happened since they listened to the podcast or they, you know, some people have coached with Cammy Banks coaching or if they're just, you know, podcast listeners or they're just, they just know me. And it's been so cool to hear of their reflection and what they've learned. It's always just I have to stop for a minute and be like, this is so cool that I get to be connected with people in such a beautiful and intricate way because I'm willing to share. And then I think somehow it helps others feel like they can share. And that's really touching to me. And I really appreciate everyone that um, reaches out and shares with me what's happening in their life and how, you know, listening to the podcast or being a part of it somehow has changed their life for the better. And I really love hearing that. It never, never gets old. And it always like touches my heart. It actually kind of makes me emotional. Speaking of, that's what I was talking about a little bit on the episode is that I am naturally probably an emotional person. So I have to like really work on deciding (laughs) to like, just let those emotions take over or what I want to do with those. So I've been tested all the things that I talked about that I learned from coaching and from starting the podcast and from having team elevate all the, the, I think I shared five things, but all the things that I shared, I've had to work on all of those (laughs) this week. So um, yeah, I'm always a work in progress. And as my daughter, like, I don't think she listens to this podcast, but she can, but she's just like, it's been kind of rough with a few things happening in my life. And she's like, so how's your coaching going? And she wasn't saying that coaching business. She was like saying like, how are you self-coaching yourself? (laughs) As my voice was like cracking as I was trying not to like cry as I was sharing things with her. So anyways, I just wanted to say thank you because the support you give and more so watching you try to do this in your life. You tried to take these coaching tools that I share, um, the food, how to do different ways with your food and how to really do the heart of moving your body. And you share those with me. It's touching and inspiring to me because it makes me realize like we all have this inside of us that we can do. And we have this, this inner knowing or this belief in ourselves that's sometimes so hard to tap into. And when I see you guys do these hard things and I see you try to do these tools, I know that you're trying to tap into that. And I think that's a gift and I'm happy to see that in your life. And I really love having a little inside look into your journey. So thank you so much for that. And for anyone that's interested in knowing more about the team, like you can always do a free mini session. It's, 
it's always like, I, I'd love to chat with you. I'd love to get to know you. Um, you know, where you're stuck in some things that are hard because unless, you know, unless we're just doing a stagnant life and we're living very complacent, we're going to get stuck in some things that are hard. And that's part of evolving and growing. And I love to hear about that. I love to offer tools or just be a place to listen. So if you ever want to do that, that's always an option. And it's always an option too, to come and just come do some of the team events that we do. Even if you're not on the team, you can just come check it out and come race the event and see how fun it is and see, meet some people from the team. So that is what I'm going to talk about today though, is, um, our half marathon trail run that we did in Moab. And I mostly just do my triathlon race reports, but I think it's fun because those that listen, this is for people that want to try to do endurance things. And sometimes an endurance event is getting off the couch and doing a 5k and other people endurance events are, you know, I mean, I don't even do this, but their endurance events they would call it like 50k or 50 milers. So everyone's at a different extreme and I'm talking about doing a half marathon. So it's probably somewhere in the middle, but this is for everyone. And we, we are doing some more trail runs and some things like that on team elevate. So that would be fun. We're doing one in April. I want to say it's April 13th here in Colorado Springs. And then we're doing another one, May 11th in Colorado Springs too. It's through mad moves. So yeah, if you were wanting to do one of those, they have half marathon distances and 30 K 25 K 50 K. They have very, I think they even have a 4 K one of them. So if you're wanting to try one of those out and you're local or you want to come to Colorado Springs, please reach out to me. Just get on my DMS at Kami Banks coaching and you can let me know you're coming and there'll be some team members and we'll try to have a place to meet up. So let me know, but it's a fun way to get moving, see the trails, see the beauty, be in the mountains, get the fresh air, all the things. So let me know if that works for you. And for those team members that are coming, they know, but we'll all get together and have so much fun. That's what we did at this one. There was a few of us that went to Moab and I drove, I drove with a friend from team all day and then another friend met us there. And one of our other friends couldn't come, but she's part of, they, these people have been a part of the team for like three years. So it's so exciting, but we went to Moab to go do this race and it's in the middle of a training um, block for me. So I, I've talked about this in the podcast, but it's what we call the out season. So you train intervals and you train, um, like swimming, biking, running for me. That's what I train. So when I start into the end season, it's not like I'm starting cold again. <laughs> like I haven't taken a huge break and then they have to like get back to where I was and then try to get add endurance in and fitness and all this stuff all at once. Cause I, I have, I'm already doing an out season, but inside there it has you doing a half marathon. So I was like, yeah, for sure. Let, let's do a half marathon. It's like already into my training plan and I'll just show up and have fun. That was the idea. So needless to say, like I had trained a lot on the road. I mean, I did my training plan and I was like, Oh yeah, like I can do a half marathon, even though I say, Oh yeah. But I mean, it used to be like, oh yeah, but now with my few injuries and getting older, it's a little challenging to do some of the things still that I want to, but it's okay. I was like, yeah, let's go. So we got out there and since I just figured it was going to be a training run, I didn't mm, maybe prepare like I would have if, it w- if I was like, you know, an A race or I was like with triathlon and there's kind of a lot of moving parts. So you've got to know a lot about what's happening, I feel like, so that you can just have all the gear and you can be ready <laughs> when the day comes. But I was like, this is just fun. Let's go, you know? And so we got there 
and we went hiking. Like we got there on Thursday night, but then we went hiking on Friday. And here's where I started noticing some things about maybe not preparing as well or not knowing what exactly I was getting myself into. And it's okay because it happens to all of us. I, I should say maybe that I was a beginner to trail running, but I mean, I have done a trail run since I've been married, one trail run. And then before I was married, I used to do trail running. But other than that, like I don't do trail runs and I definitely don't haven't done any trail runs since um, my ACL surgery because I run just straight in a straight plane and like it keeps my knees straight forward. And so I haven't done a lot of lateral movement. So all the things. So we are hiking on that Friday and I purposely said I was only going to bring these certain shoes to run in because they, they protect my Achilles and they help my knee feel fine. All the things you have to allot for when you have injury. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not going to even bring my trail running shoes because they don't, they don't, aren't what I need them to be. So we go hiking and we go see the delicate arch and we see all these really beautiful, like it's just Moab has a be- beautiful, um, terrain it's just different and unique and so we went and saw that and I think we saw something called windows but I can't remember the name of them but they were all by the delicate arch so we went and did all that and I just kept slipping in my shoes and they are my training shoes I brought my racing shoes but they're similar they're the plated um hoka shoes and I was just like I kind of just had this nudge tell me like these are not going to work so after we go register for the race, <laughs> I'm like, now can you guys tell me what the train's like? And everyone's looking at me like, you probably should have figured that out. But we got on the, we got on the maps just, or we got on, you know, the website to try to see, and it didn't really necessarily say what the train was going to be, but I was like, okay, well I should probably just go get trail running shoes because I mean, it was a trail run. So, um, and I don't really like recommend this to anyone. And I always tell people like, don't, use gear you've never used before. Don't eat food you've never u- eaten before. All the things <laughs> sometimes you just have to eat, quote unquote, eat your words, right? And I'm like, I got to have trail running shoes. And I didn't bring mine because it would be good enough. So anyways, I went and got shoes and it would play out to be very beneficial for me. So, I mean, maybe benefit, maybe not beneficial because there, I had to break in new shoes, but beneficial because the terrain was so much different than I thought, like so unexpected which is weird because you think I would probably expect it to be different because it's on the trails. But we was like, got these shoes and we had a beautiful dinner and then hung out, hot tubs, like hang, hung out. And then the next morning it was actually really casual because, uh, we got to start, I want to say at eight 30 in the morning. So the sun had come out and it was beautiful. It was like kind of cooler temperatures, but perfect for running. And in triathlon, usually you're starting when the sun's barely coming up or in the dark and you're jumping into a cold, <laughs> a cold ocean, a cold lake, a cold something. So it was a lot different. It was a lot, um, I don't think it was pleasant. So we start and it was funny because as I was starting, we started running on a paved trail and I was like, are we going on a paved trail the whole time? I was like, I could have run my shoes, you know, my, and your mind just does all these weird things. And then as I was starting to, uh, I kind of had noticed this when I had done a warm up run that I was like, oh my gosh, my power doesn't work. And my pa- I have, I run with power, a stride power meter on my running shoes and it hadn't charged the night before, even though I charged it, but I charged it on the hotel's charger and I guess it didn't work. So there was that. And I was like, this is going to be real interesting. Anyway, so we're two miles in and I'm like, is this trail the whole way? And then I see that we turn off onto a single track. So I was like, okay, I can do single track. It's fine we're on a single track and it's like mm, three or four miles. And I'm like, this is good. Well, we're so two miles in the paper and then two miles on a single track. And then I was like, I better start eating. So I took in some food. Cause I break it down into four miles, three miles, three miles, three miles. Well, 
I don't eat at the third mile because this, because I'll be finished. But I'm saying I was going to eat three times, but I was like, I'll start eating. So um, I take in my Martin gels. I'm like, okay, this is good. And then um, I somehow just keep running this fit good. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I don't have my power meter to tell me how my power that I'm running, but I just can only run off every time. I, my watch is not set up to like see my pace because I don't have it like that. I mean, it tracks my pace, but I only see it every mile. I'm like, oh my gosh, my mile is staying what I wanted to. And I was running pretty much off of feel, which I'll talk about in a little bit. But I was like, okay, well, we just got to go with what we know. And it just kept going. And seven, I'm like, wow, I'm doing good. I'm like, I'm going to be under my goal time, which is weird that I set a goal time because um, I, don't, I haven't even ran a half marathon actually ever on the trails. <laughs> I've done like an 18 miler and then like an 8K, but never like, so I don't know where I was just pulling this out of thin air, but it's feeling good. And then it must have, this must have been when it started. And I was like, I did not expect this. And so we start running and it's the slick rock. If you've been to Moab, it's just big slabs of rock and there's red rock around, but there's just the slick rock and you just run. I mean, it, that's, it's, that's what it's made. That's a lot of train that's there. I mountain bike tons on it. And there's even a trail called slick rock and it's just slick rock the whole time you're riding. But I just didn't realize we'd be running like the whole thing, like rest, like a lot of the rest of the race would be on this. So I was like, maybe it's actually four or seven miles, but regardless, who cares? It was like four or five miles of this. And we start running and I'm like, oh, I did not expect this. And you're running up and down the slick rock, which good thing I had trail running shoes because they were a little more grippy because that's what I was sliding on the day before. And I was like doing side to side because you're kind of trying to miss like kind of crater pots and then you're running sideways on some of the hills. And the only way you can see where you're actually running because it's just a big slab of rocks up and down is they have yellow paint on the rocks. So you have to try to follow the yellow paint. And there was some part where they would actually rolled out, like it looked like a roller had gone through and made a path for you, but that wasn't towards the end. So this was just yellow paint, maybe some blue paint some of the time. But anyways, it was actually a little bit harder to navigate because I didn't really see where all the yellow was. And and um, I was in, I was probably in the second lead pack in that, at that point. I don't know, it kind of slipped away from me, but there was this guy breathing down my back and I was like, after a while, I was like, you could just probably go ahead of me. <laughs> actually, it was so awesome after he went ahead of me because I got better footing and better placing because I saw where he was going. And, um, it was just enough ahead of me where I just felt a lot more comfort and I was able to just stay more focused. Um, when he was ahead of me and I forgot to tell you one of the things I right be- like a little bit before he passed me, I was trying to find my footing and I was running down pretty fast and I caught like, I caught, I don't know, my foot caught it. There was a crater or I didn't know. I lost my balance and I started going down. The guy's like, Oh, you are going down. And he's like so close to me telling me I'm falling. Right. And I just saw myself falling, but somehow I caught myself. And I think it was the very edge of my shoe. There was a little, um, traction on the end part to be your toe that caught me, I think. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I didn't fall. And I joked with my friends after I'm like, I think my, my angel mom like pushed me back up. Cause I don't know how I didn't trip on that. And that would have been scary. Cause you're kind of out there. There's not really aid stations and there's not really people there. And if I would have gone down, it was my knee, my left knee that was that like gave out on me. And I, I don't even know who knows what would happen. But I just, after that moment, I was like, oh my gosh, my knee is stronger than I think it is. And I kind of got a little distracted because I was just like, oh my gosh, it held up. Even though I had to catch myself, like that knee was the one that kind of gave up, but it had to catch me right before I fell. So I was just like, wow, I can't believe this. And I hadn't really tested it. And it was going side to side, trying to balance me. And 
and it just kept, I kept thinking, Oh my gosh, I can't, I can't believe this. I, I didn't know it was going to be this strong for me and it was going to hold up. And <laughs> another thing I was thinking is like, if I would have known what this terrain was, I don't know if I would have been signed up for this race or maybe I would have prepared a little better, all the things. Right. So I keep going. And then after a while, the guy actually gets a little quite a further ahead of me. And then some other people pass me. And I, I know at this point that, um, I'm probably sleeping with my pace, even though I can't see my power or my pace. And then I trip again and the same thing happens. Like I'm about ready to go down and that, that little part, the traction part of my shoe catches me. So two times. And I think that was at mile nine or some point. And I was like, and I kind of just started tripping myself out. I'm like, what am I doing? I'm like, I cannot get hurt. This is a for fun race. And you know, when you're out doing things like this, your mind goes from devil to angel. It goes from bad to good. It goes from like, what are you doing out here? And then people started passing me to like, you're not, you shouldn't be doing this, you know, and all the things to like, Hey, we're out here. We're out here. We're still racing. I haven't fallen down. You're stronger than you think you are. So I'm going back and forth. So the, the first lesson is that I just leaving was just being like, okay, you're stronger than you think you are. You didn't know you, you didn't know you had the strength in your knee. Let's just keep going. So I kept going and I kept running and I was just like, okay, we got this. And then I, um, the second part that the second thing that I was just like, yes. And I've talked about this in my Thursday thought, but just basically like having someone just a little bit ahead of you, someone that is out there doing the same thing, but knows how to have a footing knows to, how to put the placing down. It just makes things smoother, smoother. Like I just said, and I was so grateful for that. And, um, I started leading maybe a third pack and then someone else passed me and I was able to follow them. But there was a few times when I was out there when I, I couldn't really see people and you're out there on a trail and it's just fast and you don't, you don't know where you're going. And I'm like, where are the people? And people were feeding in from the 50 K the um, 50 mile or the nine K. And so I was like, I get kind of disoriented and I'm just, I get so nervous. I'm like, maybe I'm on the right path. What if I'm doing the wrong thing? And so it does make such a difference to have those mentors, to have those people when you start questioning and doubting. And, and I, once I finally would see people, so I would like go a little faster so I could go see if I was on the right part of the train or the trail. And, um, I just, that was another thing that just stood out to me. It's just those people. And I talked about this last week, but those people that have been mentors and coaches to me and even friends that are just a little further ahead of me that are so inspiring to me. Um, it just makes all the difference and it just gives me just that much more incentive and that much more encouragement and inspiration to go follow and to stay, <laughs> stay a little quicker on my pace. So I'm not, I don't get so far behind. I don't know what I'm doing. Right. So that's another thing that I, Learn and as I kept running, um, so now I'm like at a mile eleven, and I think we're getting close to getting out of the slick rock. And I was like, oh my gosh, I've made it! Like made it out of that part, and I didn't trip, and I'm still moving, and my pace had slipped. So I knew people had passed me, but <laughs> there's this girl that kept trying to pass me. Actually, her husband was the one that was like kind of um, really breathing down my neck and was racing behind me a lot until I told him to go ahead, and then I'm sure I'm sure he finished way ahead of me, but I could tell that she was still kind of close to me and she passed me. And, um, it's awesome when you're out there running, like you're all helping each other out, but at the same time, you're like pushing each other to like find your best. And I was like, oh, well, I guess she's got a lot more energy than me. So let's go. So she passed me. And then I was like, but I still got to run my race and I still got to run my pace. And so I kept running in the past year again. And then as I got down to mile 12, I was like, okay, I only have a mile left. And like, now I'm getting, I was in the single track and then I could see that we were going to go back to a running path. And I was like, oh, I only have a mile. But the tricky part is, is it actually didn't finish at 13.1. We were around like 13 and a half miles or a little more. So I'm 
at two, 12 and a half miles or whatever you filter in everyone's coming from all the different race distances. And I was still just like, okay, finally I'm on the right path. And then we go on to the trail, um, the paved trail. And I was running and I was like, I hit 13 miles. I'm like, we got no finish line close by. <laughs> so I just had to go as hard as I could. And, you know, you're kind of tired at this point, but I was just thinking to myself, you have just got to like do what you've trained. And that's my third lesson is that sometimes when things are unexpected, which I didn't really know what the terrain was going to be like. Um, I didn't have my power meter, which I was used to training with, but I just had to go on what I knew and what, what had been formed, like habitually had been formed, what, what habits I had gotten and just from running outside and just from training the best that I could, you know, and prep for my future races that I have, I was like, you just got to go on that. Like you got to go on heart. You got to go on what, you know, you got to go on what just feels like, like that's the natural thing to do is for you to run. And you know how to run, even though it's slightly painful these days, but you know how to run. And I just kept telling myself that over and over again for like the last three fourths of a mile to push it in. And I, and I don't even know where the girl finished and I, she wasn't even in my age group, but it was good because, um, it pushed me to just like, just like go for it. Just go for what, you know, stop thinking, you know, sometimes you have analysis by paralysis where you think too much and you kind of get in your own head and you're going through all the scenarios. I'm like, stop thinking, just run, run with your heart, run with how you feel, just give it your all. So I came in, it was awesome. And it was, it's like, when you finish, you just, I've said this to people before, but you want to like bottle that finish line feeling. It's just a sense of accomplishment. It's like, you know, that you chose to do hard and you stuck with it. And there was times like whenever you race, I say it always, unless you're not racing something that's hard enough, you're not pushing yourself. You want to quit or you want to stop or you question like, why are you, at, why are you out here? It's just like, it's just kind of the natural thing. I think when something's hard, your mind just goes like, it doesn't want to do hard. Like the default setting or the, just the motivational triad is to, find pleasure, seek pain, and like do the least amount of effort as possible. And you're doing all three of those to the opposite. <laughs> so it really teaches you to get out of that motivational triad to get to evolving. So all the things question, and then you finish and you're like, I just did that. And there's just this flood of emotion. So that was how I felt. And then I got to see my other two girls from the team finish. And it's just, it's so exciting to see them be elated and just happy to see what they accomplished as well. And my friend from Louisiana doesn't really get to train on trails like that either. And my other friend, I mean, we live in Colorado, but we don't, she does train trails, but she doesn't, she didn't get to train on the slick rock and they both did awesome. And they didn't do their awards or placing right there that day. You had to wait till the next day. So we just relaxed and enjoyed being in Moab and just, it was a beautiful day. And so then we just hung out there and then we went hot tubbed and then, um, went to dinner and just really just, you know, when you work really hard, then you actually get to just relax really hard. <laughs> it was just so great. And the next day we found out the results, which was fun because I ended up taking third in my age group, which is a bigger age group because it's 40 to 49. But I was like, well, that's not too shabby when I haven't actually done trail running and I'm kind of a beginner, but it was enough encouragement that I signed up, like I said, at the beginning of the podcast for the, the race in April out here. And then we'll do the one in May. And I think it will be a good addition to my training. And it's just kind of a funner, well, it's not funner. It's just a, to have variety and have when you're training to kind of have um, a diversity of trails and not always the same path. So I was just really happy. And the whole weekend was just so nice to just be with team elevate girls that um, like the team is awesome. And everyone on the team becomes my friend. And we are all just like 
all striving to do our best that we can together. So it is so great. And I guess just the final lesson is just when we're out there doing hard and there's just this sense of like accomplishment that's kind of hard to articulate otherwise there's other ways to get it but when you intentionally choose to do something hard you not only build physical strength because you get to a finish line but you also build this mental um tenacity this mental fitness that comes from pushing yourself that you then carry into other areas so i it's just another another race to some people but to me it's just that more mental and physical fitness that i've now gained to carry into every area of my life that I want to evolve, not just in racing or running, but it's, it's more, I want to evolve in my whole life to live the life that I want. And that's the lesson I, I, I think I learned it every time, but it's just that like, yeah, like I'm doing these things and I'm getting these fitnesses in so many areas. And now how to, how does that show up in all the areas of my life? So I want to challenge you and encourage you to find something this year to, um, you know, even though most of the time it's an unexpected path and we race, um, even if you know, even though I've raced the same courses before and it's unexpected because there's just so many things that unexpectedly happen when you're out there racing, even though you think you can, you can expect it, but it's just part of it. It's just literally part of the things you sign up for is the unexpected. Cause that's the excitement. That's, that's the reason we can't be certain when we race. So I want to challenge you because there's so much growth that happens in there. And of course it's getting you out of your comfort zone. And that's what I want you to do. That's what I'm here. That's what I'm like that kind of nagging voice in the back of your head being like, let's just push a little bit harder. Let's see how we can evolve. That's me. That's what I'm going to be to you. (laughs) And it will really help you elevate. And when we're elevating together, it's so powerful and it's so exciting. So try it this week. Let me know how it goes. And I'll be back again next Wednesday. All right. Bye-bye. How would you like to be a part of a team that elevates your life? That is what we do inside Team Elevate. And I would love for you to come be a part of it. Some of the things that we do inside the team is we create meal plans that work for your life. I also help you create exercise plans. And if you have signed up for a race, we design a plan that will get you across the finish line. The other thing we do in there is weekly group coaching. We have an option for one-on-one coaching. We do live retreats. We do ski trips. We get together and celebrate the bodies that we have and the things that we can do in our lives. And inside there, when we begin to work on our food and our exercise, we strengthen our body and our mind. We see how it elevates the relationship we have with us. And in turn, it elevates all the other relationships in our life. So if you are interested in being a part of this team, we would love to have you. You can get onto my website at camibanks.com. That's Cami with a K. Or if you just want to jumpstart your weight loss right now, you can jump onto my Instagram at Coaching and grab my free meal plan. So thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, I would love for you to follow it so you never miss an episode. And I would love for you to rate and review it so others can find this and it can enhance their lives. And most of all, thanks for sharing your time with me today. Bye-bye.